Well, hey, welcome everybody. I'm Craig. I'm Daniel. And this is the Thematic Podcast, Season yeah, 3. Season 3, Trace. And we have a question today. Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? Well, this comes from TikTok, username SP548695. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So, you know, I don't know who you are, SP. <laughs> but uh, Yo, what up, SP? But hey, we don't discriminate when it comes to questions. If somebody asks a question that yeah. is relevant to more than one human, yeah. you know, then uh, let's do it. We're going to try and tackle it. And I do think that this one is um yeah, so here's the question, Daniel. All right, here we go. Why does one have to become a member and sign a contract when one attends a church if one is already a member of the body of Christ through faith in Jesus? Why hmm. does somebody need to become a member of the church if we're already members of the body of Christ? Interesting. Have we talked about this question yet, Daniel? No, I don't think so. No, we have not. No. So. There's a lot of different viewpoints on it. I don't we we I don't even know if we've ever discussed it. No, we no, that's what I'm saying is we haven't and I don't know if we're going to fully agree on this. Yeah, I don't <laughs> maybe know. Maybe we will. And maybe and maybe I don't understand all the way, but um first of all, what do you mean co by contract? So so I'm not aware of any churches that have you sign like a contract. I do know that there are people who sign like covenant docs, you know. Um, Which and what is a covenant? Well, <laughs> it's, I mean, in a legal term, it's not a contract. It's just basically like, I agree that I'm going to uphold to these tenets, you know, like, um, but it's not like a binding contract. A legally so. binding contract. Not trying to, you know. It's a spiritually binding contract though. True. So like, if we, yeah, okay, so let's just tackle the question so we help this person. But like, for example, I don't actually believe in marriage contracts. Like I don't, I don't think my personal political viewpoint is I don't think the state should get involved or the federal government in people's marriages. I believe that that's a covenant between God and a man and a woman. That's what I believe it is. So like, I don't need a contract part of it, right? That I believe that the, so, so when, when it was read that this person is maybe attending a church that once I'm to sign a contract and have a membership, I think there's a lot of human contracts getting bolted onto God's covenants, and I don't think they're necessary personally. I see. So that's that's where I was sort of going with that. But okay, so let's try and take this one step at a time. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you been a member of a church let's before? Let's talk about membership <laughs> first, and then whether or not that membership should or yeah. should not include a contract or some sort of written thing. Okay. And let's talk about both of those things within the context. This could this of could get Krishna. this could get a little not messy or bad, but like it may not stay on track because like. Okay. Okay. Let Let's start with the end first. Okay. Okay. So they say. Okay. 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 <laughs> they say because why would you need that if you're already a member of the body of Christ? Okay. So let's just for the sake of definition for anybody that maybe doesn't know. So if you're in Christ, you are. If you put your faith in Jesus, then you receive the Holy Spirit, the seal of your salvation. Mm -hmm. You are in Christ, in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. So the universal, that means throughout all time, throughout all uh, races, throughout all nations, right? When Any creed. There, there's yeah. one body, I guess the point is. In yeah. Ephesians says there's one body. So one family of God, let's say. So yeah. if you're saved, you're in the body of Christ. it transcends all borders and boundaries. Yeah, it transcends all that. Uh, it, we agree so far. There's no race, or, you know, yeah. So in the sense, no race in the sense that we're all, we're all in the same family. Yeah. Um, okay, so if you're in Christ, you're 
you're in Christ. You, yeah, why why would you need to belong to this church or that church? Is there anything else you want to add about that, about the just the last part there, about being in Christ, about being in the family no, of God? No, so, so far we agree. Okay. So you're in the and family of God. And what makes you a member is your belief and confession in Jesus Christ. Yes. And potentially your baptism. Right. Yeah, yeah. because some yeah. people believe that that Correct. baptism is necessary to be in Christ mm-hmm. in the universal sense mm-hmm. and in the church Correct. in the local sense. And it's certainly useful in the local sense to declare like I'm a part of this. Carry on. Yes, and it's it's commanded biblically in a lot of places to declare I'm a part of the universal church. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But we did an episode on that, I think. We did. And so you can go back and find <laughs> that one if you want to hear our thoughts on baptism specifically. So, yeah. okay. So Anybody, any believer, any truly saved person is in the family of God. Okay. By faith. Yeah. By grace through faith. Okay. We agree on that. Yeah, we're agreeing. Okay. So then you start becoming part of a local fellowship, a okay. local faith community, a mm-hmm. body of believers. Mm-hmm. And so many of those have a formal membership. Mm-hmm. Some churches have a membership process that you must take all these courses. You must do all these things and then go through a ceremony. And then you. some churches even vote in other. Everybody in the congregation has to vote to accept you as a member. So that would be like on the, That's s- intense. the far side of the spectrum. Other The other side of the spectrum that's on this side of having membership, you know, over here is not having membership at all. But there's other that are this side of the spectrum of having membership is you by yourself at any point in time. You sign a little piece of paper the first day you showed up to church and said, I want to be a member of this church. And you say, I'm a member. And then they receive it and you're a member and nobody even knows about it. Yeah. What's the point in having a membership then? So it's, it's everywhere between. Okay. I feel like you should live somewhere in between those two ends of the spectrum to be healthy. If you're going to have a membership, if you're going it to, it needs to be meaningful enough to like distinguish from just people who casually stroll through, but not like a, a, a cult. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, you want me to start? And just I do. I really want to know first? what you think. Okay. Because this, this is what I think. I, I I'd also love to know that where is scripturally where you land on it. Sh- sh- yeah. I mean, yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. Bible. Hello. Mm-hmm. So that's actually the first thing that I would say is, uh, I believe that there's value to membership. I even believe that there's value to signing a covenant commitment, but I don't believe that it is explicitly biblical or commanded in that sense. Now, okay. I need we're, to clarify that again. We're pretty close. I think that you can find value in something without it being law, and you can and something can be good and valuable without it being yeah. explicitly commanded in the Bible. For sure. So the reason- Like the shofar. <laughs> from episode one of yeah, the season. Yeah, so the shofar is funny because the shofar is in the Bible, but the fact that you must blow your spit onto somebody else to deliver them from a demon is not, not necessarily in there, yeah. the Bible. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> oh, never mind. So far away. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, you're committed to I that. Bring, I brought it back. You did. You I committed it. to yeah, the joke. You I did. Okay. Okay, so, um, so this is the reason, biblically speaking, why I think membership is important. I'm interested because the Bible does talk about knowing, knowing the flock and knowing the people that you labor among. I agree. I believe as a spiritual leader, 
I don't know to what degree, and I don't know what this is going to look like, but in some way, I do recognize that God is going to hold me accountable to the influence that I had on this planet. If you cause a little one to sin, it's worse for you. You know, you, yeah, should, you be, should tie a millstone around your neck. Yeah, and, yeah. Right. So if you have influence over people, there's a greater uh, weight of responsibility and accountability that's coming upon you. I agree. And then as a shepherd, which is, you know, our, our pastor, mm-hmm. but a she- the, the shepherd is the, you know, really the word in the scripture, fivefold ministry that you, you are a leader of people, sheep, um, that there's something there of knowing who the sheep are that I'm shepherding over. And I think in many ways, membership today is more just practical in the sense that like people come and go from church to church, people kind of live however they want to live. And, um, so for me, it's not so much like, yeah, you need to become a member of this church because that's what our denomination does or that's what really proves that you're a real Christian or that's what makes you good enough to receive the sacraments or something. It's To me, it's more for the sake of saying, I know that you have submitted yourself under under my or my eldership or whatever spiritual authority and that we understand each other in that and so we can move forward as the faith community in health having that understanding. Yeah. And uh, and secondly, um well, okay, you respond to that first. Cuz cuz I I like uh, it when we disagree, yeah. Daniel. I mean, so this person could be asking from the sense of like does God require this? I would just blatantly say no. God doesn't require you to be a member of a church in the sense of like you have to fill out membership papers and sign a contract. He does require us to be in community in faith communities. Now, if you're a faith community, that's the way they express it. I think that you should probably participate because it's amoral. Um, I understand what you're saying about the value of like knowing your sheep, but here's my counterpoint to that. You have 21,000 members in your church. Are you still solving that problem? Do you really know all of them? Do you really know just because they're members? There, you have 21,000 members. Do you know them? Does, doesn't really solve for that. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I don't think membership is the mechanism that you would solve for that. I think it might be like a noble reason to do it, potentially. What it really does, though, if I think we're being transparent among ourselves, is it basically puts into writing a statement of faith that this local body believes in and the values that we're all, it makes it really clear, like, and we want you to sign, like, hey, we're, we're going to try to do these things as the body, which yeah. is a different thing entirely in my mind well but they're linked though they're they can be linked because that that was was gonna be my second point is like let's take an arbitrary example like if i start a basketball team Mm -hmm. and for whatever reason (laughs) i decide on my basketball team we're gonna wear tube socks like i did in sixth grade Double tube socks. You remember those days? I do remember those you days. Do? Yeah. It was champion. You had yeah. to wear the champion tube socks. And then you had to have them layered so you could see all the Yeah, rings. that's what I meant by double. <laughs> yeah, yeah. some people would even do more than you two. You got a double stack. But I, yeah, tube sock up to your knee, champion logo, and then the second sock right below yeah. it, champion Could be logo. Walmart. Yeah, I was going to say, could not be Walmart brand. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, had to be champions. But some people would do like the Nike, like one white, one black. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you're like Gen Z... Uh, or Gen Alpha, you have no idea what we're talking about, but yeah. my guess is it'll come back around soon. Yeah, you'll probably see it soon. All the 90s jeans are coming back around sure. right now. Anyway, so uh, let's just say on my basketball team, I say on my team, we're wearing we're wearing knee-high double 
champion socks. Mm-hmm. That's not a moral issue. No, that's it's not amoral. a salvation issue. That's it's not an, in the Bible. It identifies you on that team. Yes. Yeah, I get and, it. Yeah. And it's an identifier, but it's also like a, this is what our team is doing together. Mm-hmm. We're doing this as a team. So to me, it's like, whether it's the membership or even getting into the con, the uh, the contract is just tied to the membership. Really, it's it's a f- way of saying like you might be walking it, into my trap. In this <laughs> in this family in this church on this team, we're gonna value A, B, and C. And let's say A, B, and C are all biblical moral issues. We're also gonna value D, E, and F, which are which are just commitment things. Like we're if this is our church, um, we're gonna give money. Mm-hmm. To it, which is a biblical thing, but yeah, that's all part um, of family. We're gonna let's say be part of the faith community two times a, a month, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Yeah, and 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 so it's if you don't have frustration is unmet expectations. So if I don't, mm-hmm. if I'm like, hey Daniel, you want let's do this podcast together. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a me- we you and I don't have a membership in the Theomatic podcast, and we haven't signed a contract together. No, but we have an understanding. Yeah, yeah, and that's the same thing. We have an understanding that, mm-hmm. you know, you asked me to show up at a certain time this morning. Like we're good. Yeah, you know, we haven't some general so we framework. Wouldn't, we of wouldn't what disagree that we should have understanding and we should know what we're getting into and what we're committing to. All those things. Yeah. So I have two counterpoints to your ideas here. Number one is I would say that the segmenting of like my team wears double socks and your team wears single socks. I think that has actually done more harm than good in Christianity. Okay. And I think that is the basis of all cults eventually. It's like our little, the the more of those extra biblical rules you have and identities you have make that group peculiar and special and less about the body of Christ and more about the body of themselves. I don't think that's necessarily healthy. That's my opinion. Um, the other thing I would say is if we have an agreement, do you think the city of Ephesus, the church at Ephesus or the church at Colossae, they all signed contracts and had an agreement. So like at some point, like, I don't know in scripture where it comes up and it's like, this is, I know you admitted it. Acts chapter two. Okay. So the, so what was clear about what they did together? They broke bread and went house to house. But I think that's more describing the culture of what was happening at the time that made the church so special is I, th- I think it was probably pretty organic, actually. Well, yeah, it probably was. And there definitely wasn't a contract. And I'm not saying, saying that, that you put if you put any structure, you ruin it. I'm not I don't believe like that. I don't believe by putting structure to the podcast, you ruin it. I think structure can actually it's like a plant like it, it climbs. the right. You right. know, it can, it can go it can go more. It can go more better. I don't know how else it could be better with structure. So I'm not against structure. What I am against is extra biblical constraints that take a a, a herd of sheep from the local flock and and pull them off. And now the shepherd owns those sheep. I don't like that. I don't think that that's the way. Okay. That's my opinion. So do you think that it's wrong? You said the double sock analogy the has been sock. more detrimental to the church than Have you seen way. those socks? <laughs> yeah. So here's a good example. People, so um, I really want to be conscientious and not use a church name or anything like that. So whatever church, but I guarantee right now, even talking about this, people have churches in their mind right now of like, right. this church does that. This isn't to cast blame or anything. 
but you can have churches with either such strong cultures or such strong personalities. People begin to follow those cultures and they miss out on Jesus ultimately. So if you're going to have membership contracts, so just giving the questioner an answer, my answer would be no, you don't have to sign a contract when you go to church. In fact, if they were just with me in an office or over coffee, I'd be like, you should probably look into that church that like, like what is in the contract, what is in the agreement and take everything in it and line it up with the Bible and go, was Jesus already calling me to live like this? And if you want to sign your name to that, then okay, great. But if it's a bunch of black socks on black socks on white socks to be a part, then I would actually probably advise to find a different body. Honestly, that's where I would land. Sure. Sure. But if, but if the, if the membership agreement or the covenant commitment agreement was all biblical, okay, it was just for the sake of clarity. It was like saying, Hey, in this crazy time we live in, we recognize people have all kinds of opinions about sexual issues or money issues or morality or whatever. And it was like, Hey, we're just agreeing that Jesus is God's son and he's the savior. We're agreeing that Jesus died on the cross. We're agreeing that because of that, we should try and reach I our already have an answer. by maybe pre- by preaching the gospel. And yeah. we're agreeing that we should give financially towards the further end of the kingdom. We're agreeing that we should whatever. And this is what we're coming around together as a community and agreeing to. Why can you sign a contract to work at your employer when your employer is well, less important than the I kingdom wouldn't sign that? a contract if I didn't have to, to get the job. You know what I mean? Like I probably wouldn't, I would want it to be more like I'm okay with understandings and things like that. But typically contracts are based on distrust rather than trust. Whereas like you take a contract and then you go a step deeper and it's a covenant, right? A covenant right. means even but if God made covenant, God is a God so, of covenant. So I think it's covenants, not based on distrust. So I think, so yeah, let me, let me finish. So I think covenants are based on one idea and one idea alone. You probably will fail, but I, I will keep my end of it. It's beyond distrust. It's like literally like, I know you're a flawed human and you'll do your best and I'll do mine. Even if you can't uphold your end, that's a covenant. But the beautiful part is when you make a covenant with God, he doesn't fail. And he keeps his even when you don't keep yours. But a covenant like marriage, we already agree you're going to mess up when we're married. And I'm going to mess up too. So our agreement is we're going to stay in it even when we mess up. Mm-hmm. It's beyond distrust. It's it, it recognizes the flaws at the beginning and it sets it up. That's why I think it's so much stronger. Right. So I, I actually wouldn't sign a contract at a church. Like I'm going to uphold all these behaviors. I'm going to be like, give me a covenant. You're not going to quit on me when I... I'm at my worst and I'm going to stay in this church even when I don't agree with the color of the carpet. Like, I think that's even beyond hmm. a contract. I mean, I don't know. I just don't, I'm okay with formality. I'm okay with structure, but I think it needs to live in the strata. Like we have an ozone, we have a stratosphere, a troposphere. I think it needs to live in the right layer. And it, and we all should agree that it's bolt on additives to help manage behavior or, or like a dialogue clarity or bring it, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, living in the kingdom, God's way is what matters. And that's really all that matters. So what if the membership agreement said, I am committing to live in the kingdom, God's way. Why have it? So I know where you stand. So I know what you've committed to. So I would say get leader in my ministry. So I would say we have baptism for that. That that's you know my, I might look into the word if I were that pastor, 
and be like, I'm going to try to find the biblical analog that the early church did or that is written in scripture rather than add more layers onto it. Hmm. So I don't know if we'll agree on it, but I get it. I don't think people that do it are bad. I think that yeah, just think it might di- be extra at different times and in different seasons. There's it just, yeah. Okay. So you're saying the early church had <laughs> baptism, baptism, baptism. Okay. But, but then Paul's like first Corinthians five, like we talked about before. Uh, well, dude, you're not upholding the contract. You're sleeping with your dad's wife. I don't know if it was a con- right. It wasn't so, a you contract, mean social but that's contract, the point. Sure. That's the point. Is like we had an agreement. Like you're baptized. You're not supposed to do that. And then it's either like, oh, I didn't know that, or yeah, I know I wasn't supposed to do it. Sorry, I'm doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. But, but now it's like, well, we're gonna need to excommunicate you out of this church. Why? So the devil will have you, but your soul will be saved. So mm-hmm. he broke. This person was breaking the the. So yeah. it wasn't written. It wasn't written membership contract, but he was breaking the membership contract. Again, I'm a hundred percent okay with having social agreements. Like I get that. Um, you know, the question is, I mean, again, context really matters. So we have the Bible and we have what Paul, I mean, you have multiple churches that exist today in modern day that have added whole segments of the Bible that are their peculiar particulars. Yeah. I mean, let's just go with that. They have a lot of written contracts and agreements and, and like, um, do this, uh, do this, uh, ordinance and then you can be in. I don't know if those are all necessary to be, to be perfectly biblical. Hmm. And I think they do more harm than good. Ultimately, that's my just real viewpoint. So, well, I think this is the first episode that we, <laughs> kind of disagree about some stuff yeah yeah which is fine and that's actually this is this is cool that this is playing out because this is what part of so your your faith journey is so you're you're pro would it be safe to say that you're pro membership i am okay in the sense that i do not think it's biblically commanded but i think that it's important Mm -hmm. and it's it's uh membership for voting rights and, and is, well, is totally acceptable in my well, mind. Well, yeah, and I haven't even touched about the the legal because we do live within a legal structure yeah. and a litigious one at that. Mm-hmm. And so the modern church does need membership because yeah. there are certain degrees, things that you cannot yeah. do. So I would agree with all of those because render unto but, Caesar but what none is of, Yeah, but none of that was even my defense for why because I think that that's all in a, many ways superfluous and just unfortunate circumstance of the culture we live in. Whereas I would say like, those are probably the only drivers of why I would do it. Would be yeah. Those. See, I, yeah, I, I don't, I think that there's actual value in, and, and, it, and it's just like when I'm, when I was, you know, when I'm leading a young adult team of leaders and we're trying to build God's kingdom in this city and you know, Hey, we don't have anything written down, but my expectation is like, you're going to, yeah, not sleep with your girlfriend and not go down to the bar on Sherman and get drunk every Friday night when we're preaching the gospel on, you know, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden but that, you sort, do of have thing, that, written that down. sort of thing starts happening. Uh-huh. And then, so then it's like, okay, let's just get this on paper. So everybody's on the same page. Like these are the types of things that we are not doing. And, and, it, and if you don't agree with it, like don't sign it and don't, don't be on the team. But if you want to be on the team, I just want you to know what I think that means to be on the team. Yeah, and so I'm, that's why I value them is so everybody's on the same being page. on the team is different just to be clear than being in the local church well 
Oh, you mean like the a, question? I'm just going a, off the a question. leader versus somebody that's just a part Correct. of the church. Because the question is like, do I need to sign a contract and be a member when I'm already a wider member of the body of Christ? So I'm just answering the oh, question. Oh, so you're making a distinction between hundred percent just being a a member like a regular Correct. congregant, yeah, not because a leader. Biblically, leaders are held to a higher standard, and that is a different whole type of behavior in my mind. Than oh. being a member of. Oh, now you're throwing a wrench in this. I'm hole. just answering. It. I'm trying to throw a wrench. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, like there are people that attend churches. Do you think that they need to sign a covenant and a contract to be a member? Or then the counter of that is, are those churches healthy if they don't have membership agreements? Because that's what it implies too. She, I think the, the question asker is trying to suss out if this is a healthy church or. Because clearly someone has imposed it on them and they don't necessarily agree. Yeah. Hmm. I, well, so you referenced earlier the size of the church. Well, if you have 21,000 people, are you really? And well, like, only okay. in because you said you should know their names, like you should know your sheep. And I'm like, well, the membership doesn't, like if your church is large enough, you can't actually even know all their names. That, so that doesn't solve it. Well, yeah, but to a degree, you can at least know. Yeah, listen. I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna have a personal Jesus and the disciples relationship with much more than twelve or twenty or fifty or a hundred anyway. Yeah, nobody is. Kind of a flex on Jesus. I mean, hundred. Wow. No, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Well, he had like he had like five thousand. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, you know, they say generally like one pastor per hundred people. Yeah, really. th- yeah. But my point is like in an organization, no matter how big. Hopefully, in that organization, you do have leaders at every level mm-hmm. that are that every person in the organization, no matter how large, hopefully has some form of relational connection to somebody. Okay, even if they're a leader of ten, and there's leaders of fifty, and they're leaders, of, right? And so, but if if you're like, hey, I'm not part of this thing, and it's like, okay, cool, you're not part of this thing. I, I'm not. I'm not going to make the same effort with you. But like, the Bible talks about. You know, if you don't take care of those in the family of faith, you're worse than an unbeliever. Right. So there's and a it, distinction of people who are in the family of faith. I totally yeah, agree. Taking care of them. And mm-hmm. and so. Okay. But I got an analogy that might challenge you. So you're a shepherd and I'm a shepherd and we both have our flocks and they have our, their little brand tags in their ear. So I know which sheep are yours and you know which ones are I mine. I see what you're saying. And mine wanders into your flock. Are you not going to protect them and take care of them? And also because you know that they're a sheep. At the end of the day. Of course, yeah. No, so no. that's my point. Is yeah, like, no, no, I hear you there. And that's probably a little bit what you meant about the yeah. more detrimental. Yes, The correct. church comparison. It's like, sorry, church, good the, luck with the wolves. I, you're not mine. The two churches on the yeah. opposite sides of the street and these people are glaring at each other. Yeah. Okay, I get that too. But I do think in some healthy ways, when people come to my church mm-hmm. angry at their last church, who they loved for 12 years, and they're like, well, this is the best church. You know, you guys don't do X, Y, and Z. Um, to me, I'm always like, hey, you know what? I want to encourage you to go, go back to that. Because you're a good shepherd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not just being like, oh, yeah, give me all the good yeah. sheep. It's like, hey, I want you to be healthy, and I want them to be – like, go back to them. Let's work this out. And then even if you land here, cool. But, but I, I think – I hear what you're saying about the l- – Let me let – me We're t- on team A. You're on team B. You're on team – Nice th- double socks, idiot. Yeah. No, but hear, hear my heart. Like, two shepherds. Like, at the end of the day, we're all shepherds, yeah. and these are God's sheep. And if one wanders in, you're going to your next available convenience. Be like, hey, I got one of yours over here. <laughs> you know, like, let's get him back to the right fold. But you also have an understanding that at some point you might 
lose one of yours and you hope that they'll take care of yours because at the end of the day, that's the hierarchy to me is we all see them as sheep and God's people and we care for them first. And then we get them in the right flocks where they fit just right and things like that. That's my, that would be my heart. That's how I would describe it. I see. And so, so, so I would tend to view memberships more like that ear tag. Like you're a part of this flock. It's like, we're all sheep. I'm good if they move a little bit. And sometimes it takes them a little minute to find their home, you know, but I also agree that like, we're just too easy to leave right now. I agree with that. I don't know if membership is the mechanism that fixes that though. Hmm. This is my viewpoint. Well, this was a long episode, so we got to awesome. take it to a close. Yeah. But do do you want to give any final thoughts? No, or? I gave most of my thoughts. Okay, I mean, so, I gave, so you can. Daniel I'll says give you the last Daniel says no go. Craig says I say I for legal reasons. Should. Yes, I say yeah. I think you that there's value to it, and so I think maybe uh, that's cool. We disagree a little bit. At the end of the day, I, I'm sure that we would both agree. You should listen to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and whatever does not come from faith is, is sin. sin, and so. Uh, ask him and is the mm-hmm. thing biblical and are the people healthy and operating in the Holy Spirit and yeah. um, hopefully this banter helped you a little bit in your decision yeah. and yeah I mean if not any, every answer in life is yeah, black and white if it yeah if anything it showed you that it was a great question to ask because it's not a hundred percent obvious let me ask you this if you're going to a church and they want you to sign a membership if your reasons for not signing it or because everything in the membership is completely biblical and you don't want to live biblically, then I would consider signing it <laughs> and there joining up with a church that loves to him. follow Jesus. We got him. You know? Finally came around. But I mean, yeah, I came it. around. <laughs> you shouldn't be getting drunk into this. Like, yeah, that's already written in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So anyway. Well, thank you guys for joining us. If you would do us a favor and just share this with somebody, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. That really helps get the word out. We appreciate you and we'll see you next time. Rock and roll.